Hello and welcome to the Optional Podcast, episode number 141 for the week of November 26th, yeah. <laughs> 2018. The, the Optional Podcast is a show all about the latest in video games and entertainment, recorded each week from New York City and bounced around cables and satellites all around the world. Right into your listening, exactly. And right into your listening device of choice. As always, I'm Paul Tamayo, and I'm here with my co-host Cam Rooster. Yo, yo, what do you think uh, Thanksgiving is about? Thanksgiving. Like, what's the history of Thanksgiving? Well, uh, actually, like, I read an article right before Thanksgiving, like, literally right before going to the to, to my to go see my family and stuff. It's so it's typically my favorite holiday. I think for a lot of reasons, just because like, all you have to do is go spend same. time with your family. Same. You don't necessarily have to eat what no. the thing you know whatever the holiday calls for. No. But just, just show eat. up and enjoy the vibes. And just enjoy each other's company, and then and then maybe buy some stuff on Black Friday, right? Yeah. So like, I read this article about how it's actually like a celebration of basically like some colonial pilgrims and shit, just massacring a bunch of Native American like men, women, and oh, children. Oh, so it was about like a massacre. It wasn't oh, about yeah. like a dinner and shit. No, that that's somehow that's that's got into the narrative. I think uh, Lincoln made it a, a holiday just to kind of be like. Yay, we're celebrating something. I forgot what it was. Mm. But originally it's like no, it's actually like it a was, really wow. it's a fucked up memory for Native yeah, Americans. Yeah, I knew it had some it had to have like all of our holidays in America are all fucked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so I knew it had to have some significance like that, but I didn't know what I never knew really what it was because like yeah. in school they were like oh these motherfuckers were they got together and they yeah. had clogs they and held shit. hands yeah and, and yeah. they held hands and Native Americans were like what the fuck yeah like uh, I don't know about nah. that but 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 besides that though and we were talking about it off off air too though but like they don't even eat turkeys like Native Americans don't even eat turkeys yeah. they kind of see it as like a like a cool bird they don't, they don't eat them cool bird <laughs> so you eat peacock nigga no <laughs> no but exactly. they're pretty Why though turkey? Uh, but. Uh, despite all that shittiness, uh, I did sort of put a link up on Twitter that was like, hey, donate to the uh, Navajo Water Project because uh, there's a lot of people that need water and also they're fucking with Native Americans' rights per usual, as they always have. Yeah. But, uh, you know, do some good. Uh, uh, I, I don't I don't want to preach and be like, don't celebrate Thanksgiving because yeah, I no, did. It, you it's know? very uh, much. But, but again, we're all like, um, you get out of it what you, you put in. You know what I'm saying? Like, if yeah. we're not celebrating that and... I hope you're not. But. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think as long as you're celebrating something, right? But mm-hmm. you're also aware of it. I think that's like half the battle. Like, right, just right, be right. aware of it and just try to do whatever good you can do. Do good. Yeah. Because uh, be I'm good. also I'm kind of hypocritical. I, I got myself a nice shiny new TV. Yeah, it's really nice. I got a nice 4K. I finally upgraded to look 4K at HDR. The bezels on this. No, look at them bezels. Paper thin. Yo, Can't this even thing is see real nice. What kind of TV is it? Uh, it's a TCL. It's a it's a five series mm-hmm. fifty five inch. So for my living room, it's actually kind of like the perfect size because it, it's a narrow living room. I don't have a lot of space between the TV it, and it my couch. Right. It fits perfectly, uh, and it takes up like my whole console now, like <laughs> my, where I have it on. But um, yeah, no, I I've, I was like, so the TCL uh, brand. My coworker Tim has been telling me for a minute, like, yo, get the series. It's like a really good budget TV. Like if you want a four K, but you're you don't want to spend like three thousand on a TV, which mm-hmm. I definitely was never gonna do. Um, I always kind of go for the more the budget end TVs. I mean, also you know, like TVs are really cheap these days now. So I mean, oh, they're, yeah. they're getting the t- technology where it's like everybody can kind of get one for yeah a decent chunk of change. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you got one. Yeah, You've it's, been looking it's up beautiful. For a while, right? It's got the, it's got Dolby Vision, whatever <laughs> yeah, that is. Paul was scrolling through Netflix like, nope, won't yeah, watch nope. it. Nope, won't nope, watch it. No HDR. Dolby, fuck out of here. <laughs> Dolby HD favorite basura. I'm not watching that. <laughs> Yeah, so now I'm becoming a bit of an HDR snob. So the cool thing about like watching things in HDR and 4K is like there are YouTube channels designated just for like these demo videos or people who make videos like in 4K HDR, like so you can really like see mm-hmm. what your TV. Because like I was talking about it earlier, I've, I've talked about it before too. But um, you know, 4K HDR is nice, but I also don't think it's like necessary the same way that like HD was back in the day when yeah. you first got like a, a an HD TV as opposed to like a tube tv like that leap was huge and like the, the first time you saw like the um the soap opera mode <laughs> on a tv you were like what the yeah what fuck? yeah yeah yeah. whatever that uh that that's that smooth yeah smoothing uh, uh that shit's smooth gross. motion like, take that, that shit off your tv please take that off that's not how it should TVs. be like don't, that's don't. for sports yeah this one also has like a game mode which is pretty cool so like, i was able to like you know utilize that with along with so I was, i've been playing like everything over the first game i booted up was like tetris effect we could just i guess jump, jump right in yeah but the first game i, I uh, jumped into was tetris effect because i wanted that game looks gorgeous in 4k hd oh 4k 60 i don't know if it's hdr mm-hmm. but uh, and then of course i played more red dead in 4k and like i still think it looks incredible and i turned off hdr on, on red dead though because it's like fake hdr apparently my brother told me about this so i like turned it off and um 
just like left it normal as is and it's like it brings all the color back in and it's not so washed out and that game looks so good in 4k my god gorgeous <clears throat> nice game so now i want to jump back into like things that i missed too like the spider-man dlc there's some god of war stuff i haven't checked out and i'm getting i'm getting a chance to like revisit everything in 4k and even like watching um it sounds dumb, but even watching like anime is like wow. Because I went from a thirty-nine inch TV to a fifty-five, so it's like a big, it's a it's big, a big leap. Good, yeah. And uh, just watching anime now is like oh wow. Yeah, it's so I was nice. like living that trife life. I was like using like a twenty-inch fucking computer monitor for like forever. Yeah, yeah. And that thing, that thing held strong. It did help. It held up <laughs> a long time. I actually got like I had like my mom let me use her TV, so I like upgraded to like it was like a thirty-two inch okay. TV, and then. I went to a 55 inch and I was like, I can't go back. Yeah, it's hard, man. I can't go back. I think I can only go up from here. Yeah. I don't know if I could ever go down again. My brother bought a big ass TV recently, like for his new spot. And I'm like, that's too big. It's huge. Too big. It's like I, a movie theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like looking at it like. <laughs> <laughs> like you're in the front row <laughs> yeah. and you cannot even like in the middle. Yeah. And he has uh, a big ass living room and the couch is all the way back and it's still It's like, still big. Yeah. yeah, my parents got a 65 inch and it's like it's huge it's, it's it's i mean for their living room they have a huge living room so it actually makes sense but like for us i was like that's like yeah. who are we kidding with 65 like nah we can't do that this is a show off um no but it's been really cool i also got i finally upgraded my phone which i should be getting uh sometime this week uh, i've been checking the tracking like obsessively but hopefully by the time you guys hear this next week i'll officially have jumped to android so please send me any like android apps i should get or <laughs> or and or games um, I'm really looking forward to that because I've been on iOS now for for years. I had a stint one time with the Windows Phone a while back when that. they first came out, and I was like, "Oh, let me give this a shot." And I immediately came back to like iPhone after a year. But um, yeah, I'm actually going to be switching to uh, to Android, which is which is going to be interesting. But uh, besides all that, um, I've been playing a little bit more of uh, Black Ops Four. We played a bunch this week with our friends, which is a really good time. A little bit of Blackout, a little bit of standard multiplayer. I played some this morning on my new TV, and I'm like, "Wow!" I'm like, I feel like I'm better just because I have a better peripheral. Um, it's a lot. Yeah, that game is just good, man. I I, I, I don't know solid, what else to man. say about it. It's just a solid good time. It's definitely one of like my favorite games in recent times. Like, totally. Just like my everyday game. Yeah. You know? Yep. Yeah. yeah, it's a perfect everyday game, especially like if like hey, who wants to play real quick? Or even if standard. no one's on, I'm just like, let me play a couple rounds of Blackout. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a good time. Um, like I mentioned before, I finally actually beat Red Dead Redemption Two last night, mm. so Saturday night, and I um now I'm in like this. There's still uh, some post game stuff you can you can tackle that i'm I'm kind of going through a little by little but now i'm going to take this time to maybe take a break from red dead and and tackle some other games i haven't finished yet like uh maybe some ac odyssey or like moonlighter which i'm still playing still going through which is another game that i've been playing that i'm, I'm really really getting into i got to the second dungeon um Shoot, ramps up so it bit. ramps up yeah <laughs> man so I, i've I'm actually there actually i switched over to the uh spear which that's is like what, that's so what I easy to like keep your distance from people and that little charge move can yeah. like so good uh but that game is just amazing I, I, i've just been loving that that loop of like upgrade the town upgrade the house upgrade your armor go sell back in shit. sell some shit upgrade this yeah. and like it's just like over and over and over again it's a perfect like it's almost like a very self-aware game where it knows it's like it knows it's a video game ass video game yeah it, it's weird because it doesn't do the carrot on stick to make you really feel like you need to like i have to beat this game yeah. this is like have fun while you're just like doing chores and shit. Yeah, like, yeah. Helping out this town. Totally. It's like it's like the perfect chore. So game. interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I've been playing that. Um. Tetris Effect here and there. Uh, Battlefield Five. Not as much this week, but I have been trying to play here and there. Like uh, on my on my PC now. Now that it's like staying behind and like I move my PS4 Pro into the living room now. So I might have, <clears throat> I might actually move over the PC into the living room now that I can play games in 4K here. <clears throat> so oh, I can wow. finally play like Forza Horizon 4 again in, in 4K. A bunch of games that I want to play like in high resolution. So I'm excited about doing that. And um, yeah, a little bit of Let's Go Pikachu here and there. Oh, you know what? One game I forgot to mention I played. Um, there was a... Uh, we played it with my family, me and my brother and my parents and our significant others. We um, we played this Jack in the Box game called Draw something Draw or I forget what it's called. Man, I, I, I should have Googled this before we started the show. So but you have to like draw on your phone and guess what it is. Yeah, and like you have to like put d- different guesses in there. Um, it's really cool. Like J- George had mentioned it and was like, uh, I, think I played, I played this that game. as uh, at Adnan's house once. Yeah, it might it, you might have. It, it it was a really really cool game. Um, oh wow, I, I typed in Draw 
and then Jack in the Box, and then like it's like how to draw a Jack in the Box. Like, that's <laughs> like, not no, what I wanted. No one wants that. God. Anyway, but that game is is really really cool. It was like on sale on the Switch for like five bucks. Or I something, love those. So Jack I bought it. Things. Yeah. Oh, I also bought Dead Cells, but I haven't because it was you on sale. I haven't touched it yet. There's so many games. It's, yo. A, it's only on Switch, right? No, 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 that's on. I think that's on like PC, Switch, on, and okay. everything else. Um, but yeah, I finally got that because I, I I knew I wanted to get it on Switch because I feel like it's just like the perfect uh, kind of mobile game. Yeah. But yeah, what about you, man? Yeah, speaking of Adnan, uh, he came out with a new game, a oh. mobile game. Uh, it's called Easy Juggling. Remember, he showed us like a really early prototype of that. Yeah, it was yeah. no, it was different. Is this different? Yeah, it is a different game. Oh. Um, <clears throat> I saw his tweet, but I just assumed it was the same game. No, no, it's a different game. He's always working on some shit. Uh, it's a good game. It's hard. Yeah. It's how, not so easy. How, how, how do you so play basically it? it's a ball and you have to keep it in the air okay and then another ball pops up and you have to keep both of them in the air but you can't touch the outside of your screen so once you touch the outside of the screen it ends the turn oh the ball the ball oh so you have to like keep it kind of like bouncing with your finger like oh oh shit. or you can you can hold it down you can like kind of like stretch it and uh-huh. it'll like pop up really big but you can just like kind of swipe up and then it keeps adding balls <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> it's tough. It's tough, but it's yeah. fun. I was yeah, like, yo, yeah. I'm gonna be spending a lot of time on the toilet, like, <laughs> fucking playing this shit. But nice. it's good, man. Like, shout That's out awesome. to Adnan. Yeah, word, friend of the have, show. Yeah, if long time listeners will know that name. Um, I've been playing a lot on my Switch lately because I haven't really been home at all. Mm. Um, I think this weekend was the first time I was like actually home. Uh, well, yesterday was the first time I was actually home. But um, yeah, I, I booted up like Mario Kart Eight. Oh, played man. like a bunch of that, and I was like, damn. This game's really good, and I'm really bad at it. <laughs> yeah, I forgot how good that game is. It's a good-ass game. Yeah, I'm playing with, like, different characters and shit yeah. um, that I don't usually... Because I saw my friend, he was talking shit on, on, on Twitter, and he was like, yo, I'm nice. I was like, I think I'm nice. <laughs> I, I think like, I can let, beat let me, you. Let me br- brush up really quick before I challenge him. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, it's pretty complex, surprisingly enough. Like, e- e- different characters have different, like, mm-hmm. stats. Stats. And then, like, like, hidden stats. Hidden stats, yeah. yeah, that you don't really know about. Like, handling is improved mm-hmm. if you play certain characters over the other. I, I learned a lot of that actually watching um, Dashy play. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah, because I, I used to watch him religiously. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I, I would love to get back into some Switch games, especially, like, MK8 and some other ones you have on your list. MK is, like, classic. Yeah. Uh, Moonlighter, of course. That's, like, so my good. go-to. Uh, Splatoon. I was like, let me jump back in Splatoon. I love Splatoon. Yeah. So I started playing some single player just to, like, get the feel of the controls and stuff. And it... uh feels great like that game is amazing like yeah man. i was just like swapping clothes and then i was like i'm ready to jump into some multiplayer <laughs> let's get it i'm back in the game like <laughs> i was super hyped right yeah nope Got you need watch? to pay oh that's right you need to fucking pay yeah I was like, I fuck... and uh, like i yeah. would pay i would pay the three dollars or whatever it is but my thing is i don't play a lot of switch shit online yeah multiplayer wise like i know i'm not gonna play a lot of splatoon right now yeah just because i have all those shit like so it doesn't really make sense for me to be spending another three dollars when i could spend a 199 on hulu you know what i'm saying true that's a good deal right now so it's like i don't know man yeah I, i'm a little torn about that because i when it came out i was like i mean partially for work too but i was like all right 17 bucks for the year or some shit like that i was like here just take it take my money now so i can check out the like the nes catalog and that kind yeah, of shit yeah I don't know. It kind of bummed me out, to be honest. I was like, damn, yeah. like... It's 2018, man. It's it's weird. Like, everybody's, like, putting up a wall where you gotta, like, pay for some shit. And it's like, we we had a whole, like, couple months of just, like, freedom. Yeah. You gotta... That had to have hurt, though. Maybe. Maybe, like, like, a Splatoon lot, Yeah, Splatoon yeah, community. Yeah. I mean, like, it had to have. I don't know, though, because, like, you feel like... like I think what hurt them probably more than anything is like Fortnite or something. So people, so kids who and, and people who liked uh, Splatoon too, were like hearing their friends talk about Fortnite, mm. and that took all their money. So they were like, maybe they, maybe in some way they were like the community that we do have. Maybe we can sort of get some money out of them somehow, and you know, might as well. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, across all of our, games. I don't know. I just got so sad. Like I don't, I'm not blaming them or anything, but yeah. it's just like, damn man, that yeah. kind of like I was like I'm. Gonna, turn this off i got <laughs> yeah. real sad like i was like really depressed about it i was like damn i was really hyped about this. yeah man um yeah so i've been playing that black ops 4 of course that shit's my go-to uh and then the other day um bo was oh, like yeah. yo let's play some warframe i forgot I, was like, I played this too i, I blocked, blocked out of my memory did you play on switch yeah i haven't played on switch yet i'm playing on ps4 i'm so curious to hear what you i forgot i've like blocked this out of my memory so i was like i really don't want to play this yeah 
but I don't have I don't have a game to play with them yet. And I, like they play a lot of Diablo, and I'm not really super into it. Like yeah. I, I played like the first like 30 levels, and I was like, I'm, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, but um, so I wanted to play with my friend. So, but I was like, yo, let's get Warframe. I was like, all right, cool. So I downloaded it. We've been playing for like the last two nights, and it's it's fun. <laughs> it's, really, it's fun. It's we. It's That's a weird ass game. It's one of these games where like the loop is easy. It's laid back. You don't have to um, really like think while you're playing. Huh? Like all you do is like you're the space ninja. You go in, you kill some shit, or you protect some like a, a station from waves of enemies. And you do it again. That's all you do. Right. Um, and then that's that's it. That's the yeah. loop. And you get armor and guns. And that's fun because you're like, oh, let me upgrade this shit. Let me buy a new uh, hmm. like melee weapon. Let me get this new stat and all these mods I got. Like, it's it's really fun in that in, in this way. It's a really weird game, and it's gonna it's not for everybody, obviously. Um, but I think from what I imagined it to be, like when I first saw this, like years ago. Yeah, what do you think it was? Because I, I also had some preconceived. I thought it was like a MMO, like yeah. point and click kind of. I thought it was like an arena shooter or something. Yeah, like, yeah right, like, right, right, almost like a, like, a, like a MOBA or some shit, or like Unreal. Oh, really? That's oh, what okay, I thought. you thought it was that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I don't know if it's because I so it came out on Switch and I was like oh cool another free, oh actually man I blocked these three games out of my week this week <laughs> I play so many fucking games now but uh, first game I played this week that was free to play was Paladins on Switch oh yeah because I, I felt like oh Paladins on Switch it's free to play they introduced a, a a black female character that I was like oh cool I want I want to check this out I hated it. I, like, I did not like it at all. I was like, tur- I turned it off almost immediately. Cause I also thought the UI was a mess. Okay. It's like, it's just screams free to play vomit. Mm-hmm. It's just like so many shit, so much information on screen that's unnecessary. And I was like, I can't do this. So I, I deleted it off of my system. Then I played this other game called Arena of Valor. It's like a, another, it's a kind of like League of Legends type game. Mm. So I was like, all right, let me play this. Cause I had a, had a good time with another, uh, one of those kind of games on Steam. I forget what it was called. It was, it's like a free to play one of those games. And I, I liked it a lot. Yeah. I thought it was really, really cool. So I played this game, hated it. Same problems. Like UI sucked. The, the voice acting I thought was like very generic and not, mm-hmm. I thought it was just like very uh, stale. Like it just, it felt so contrived and I just, it didn't have half the personality and like, diva's pinky toe so i was like you know what i, I don't want to do this so i deleted it then warframe comes out <clears throat> and i'm like this is probably it this is the one it's on switch i want to try this out because like it'd be cool to play this handheld if i'm home or, like in bed or something or maybe like i don't know whatever right so I <clears throat> install it start playing it like 30 40 minutes in i'm like i, I don't i don't like this so that was my initial thing because the guys had jumped in like uh, like almost eight hours before me. Okay. I was like at work and I got in, like started it up. I was like, what even is this? Yeah. Don't know what the hell's going on. I don't really care about the story, even though I hear it's that good. it's doing some cool story stuff. Interesting. Um, but I don't give a shit about it. Yeah, yeah. The UI is trash. It's awful. Awful. Um, and like the explanations of what you're actually supposed to be doing is not there. So... It's it had that like destiny problem of you need somebody to kind of ease you into it. So the guys yeah. that like tra- trailblazed it for me, so I didn't really have to think about mm. that type of thing. So I would suggest playing with somebody. Okay, maybe I mean if you're even that interested, um, I might be curious about playing it on PS4. Yeah, from what I hear, um, it's fine on the Switch. It's but fine. It's like it's not probably the way you want to play i i encountered a couple like performance issues uh some frame rate stuttering which like during the middle of a firefight is not ideal it's a high like graphical game like it's Mm -hmm. doing a lot so like basically bo like told me like as soon as i got in he was like turn all this shit off all this graphic shit oh really turn it all the way off and that's gonna help because like they have this like communal space where it's like literally hundreds of players running around at the same time your shit will be like <clears throat> like like wow. stuttering that's interesting yeah it's it's not great like load times are kind of crazy in the in the shared world do you know if it's crossplay? can i play on pc but you guys play on ps4 that's what i wanted to figure out because i wanted to know if i could play on switch kind of like oh. uh Fortnite. like maybe take my account and play on switch when i'm away i think you like can do some missions if i'm not mistaken and then bring it back that's interesting like if it's cross save yeah because it is all online so i'm wondering yeah yeah because it's yeah it's tied to an account yeah so um 
Yeah, so I played it for a little bit more. I played it for probably like an hour and change because mm-hmm. I really wanted to get into it. And in, the, in that like first couple of hours, the game is still teaching you a lot of its system. So it's teaching you like, here's your spaceship. Here's where you go to, you know, uh, do these missions. Here's where you upgrade equipment. Mm-hmm. There are like mods, mods, and, and modding the mods, and it's like God. all this stuff is really terribly explained. It's awful. Um, so it it's really frustrating in that thing. Like I'm asking questions, the guys are like, I don't know, <laughs> like yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah, because like, even if it's like, all right, activate the tutorial, it's just literally like a PDF of like here's mm-hmm. a wall of text, text right? And here are like one or two photos, and I'm like, that's not how do you teach people how to play your game. No, I, I think that's why it hasn't become. I mean, it, it does have like a cult following. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a lot of people love this fucking game because I was looking in like how how to start, like what's the best classes to pick and all that stuff. Yeah, and a lot of people really fuck with this game. Like, yeah, on Reddit and all this stuff. That's I'm why like, I was excited to try it out because I'm like, oh cool, it's coming to Switch. Like that's like a great platform for it. But and the, the good stuff really. about it, I really like. Mm. Like the animations are really fun. The shooting is kind of fun. Um, like the the special abilities really cool. And like I just like got this like I got nunchucks as uh, my I bought nunchucks nice. <laughs> as my melee weapon and it's fucking fun as shit. I just yeah. like beating the shit out of <laughs> like doing going through the motions yeah. and like spinning around and like the mobility in this game is really fun. It's yeah. n- unlike any other kind of game I've ever played because you're always like running, sliding, jumping, like just to oh, get yeah. through the stuff. Like going through these levels where you don't really have to stop for anything. Like unless they tell you to kill all these people, you really don't have to stop. Just keep moving, keep forward. moving forward, yeah. and it's like it it rewards you for doing that. So you get this like nice speed going, yeah, and it, it feels really good. And that sh- all that shit's really good. Like I like that stuff, but like the the intricate like menu shit is bull. Um, that weird chat that pops up, you have to turn all that stuff off. Like, huh. so I, I'm curious to see like what what the differences are because when I played the Switch version. Um, granted, I I think part of the frustration came from me playing with the Joy Cons, like that's Joy Cons. I can't imagine doing. Oh that. my god! So I had to turn. The cool thing is it does have motion controls, oh. so I had to turn, I had to activate those because using the little nub to try to like it's aim at great. people yeah. was fucking awful. And it's fast. It's fast. Like a lot of shit's moving around super fast. Yeah, and people and the characters move, so they try to like dodge your shit. So like, um, oh. So okay, like, sorry. um, so when you're aiming with the with the thumbstick, like I had to activate motion controls because I had to like use those for the fine tuning. So like, if mm. someone moved an inch to the right, I had to like just move. So that that was functional, but it was like not optimal, especially for like a shooting kind of game. Mm-hmm. I mean, I talked about how I liked it in Fortnite, but Fortnite's a little floaty. It's like the hitboxes are very generous, mm-hmm. um, but here it just kind of felt like fine. Yeah. It was okay. But uh, yeah, I'm curious about how it runs on a better machine, A, and B, with a better controller. Um, because I had, but besides besides sort of like thinking the shooting and combat and the traversal, traversal was okay, mm-hmm. I think a lot of it was because I was playing on a, on a Joy-Con with the Joy-Cons detached and like in my hands on a big ass TV where things looked muddy and I couldn't really, it, it just didn't feel right. Yeah, I heard but, it doesn't look too great on... Um... No. It doesn't look bad like on PS4, to be honest. Like it yeah. looks pretty good when you have everything up. I turned all that shit down, like all the shit that's not necessary, like motion blur, mm. screen shake, um, all the graphics. Like I turned it pretty low, um, just to help it opti- like optimize a little bit better. Sure, sure. Um, I'm sure it's a much better experience on. PS4. Yeah, I'm actually having a ton of fun with it. That's cool. I don't know how long I'll stick in, but I'm, I'm trying to see. Like they have these like daily missions where you can like rank up and stuff, and it it does have like that a nice carrot on the stick uh, mechanic of like, all right, you got this blueprint. All you need is a couple more uh, ingredients to make it. Yeah. I'm like, how about you do one more mission? I was like, do that. Yeah. yeah so yeah. we stayed up the other night for like pretty late, just like fucking around. That's cool. Um, and it's pretty easy. Like, it's not like you don't have to be good at the game. Yeah. I think it. I think it, that's the the key ingredient to this in games like Destiny or Division or mm-hmm. like other games that are like kind of like loot shooters in a way where it's like you. I, they should say on the box like, you know, fucking friends. Like recommended, yeah, recommended for sure. Because like, um, I was jumping into, I was having that problem of like the the same problems I have with like Destiny or, or the Division, for example, where like I was jumping into a room and then three people would join my server or whatever, mm-hmm. and they were like highly experienced people. I don't running know, through the and shit. they were just fucking way ahead of me, and I was barely. I felt like the little brother syndrome. I was like trying to catch up, and by the time I got there, everybody was dead. At one point, one of the missions, they got to like an extraction point. And I couldn't figure out how to get there, and eventually the, the the level just like timed out, and like, and then like uh, I was back on my ship, and it was like, all right, do it again, 
And I was like, that's kind of trash. Same thing. Like, yeah. I was like, where are you guys? And they <laughs> yeah. were like, we're out. And they were like, I had to like go to the bottom level to like, yeah. I was like, how'd you figure that out? Yeah, I didn't know um, how to do that. But speaking of Destiny, also, uh, I played that um, last week. Nice. Because they had a um, this mission during the Halloween event that lasted all the way uh, to like this coming week. Uh-huh. Um, basically, it released um, the first uh, light machine gun. They brought it back to Destiny 2. Oh, cool. Um, it was a, the gun called Thunderlord. I don't know if you've seen it. It was the the one they showed when Destiny first came out. That demo they showed where you got that first loot and it's like a big blue machine gun and it okay. shoots like lightning. It was like one of the the main like it's a very notable weapon from the Destiny lore. Got it. Um, and they brought it to um, Destiny Two, which is really cool because they haven't had like machine guns in this um, oh. um, game yet, and it's really fucking powerful. Like it wasn't really good in Destiny One, but it's really good in this game. Nice. Like, so it made it worth it. Um, the mission to do it is not too hard. It is a little difficult, but um, to if you want to solo it yeah um but it, i didn't it didn't take me too long to okay. do like it's like you do a bunch of like just killing missions you just have to kill a bunch of shit and then you get an item and then you go to the next thing mm. and then you finally beat this boss and then you take it back to the person it's like a mystery it, apparently they like gated it throughout weeks so it was like a mystery kind of going through but oh, i just cool. did it all in one day because i haven't been playing gotcha um but it's really fun and it, it felt good like i was like this is the destiny i like i like yeah. doing shit when i know i'm gonna get something i know like there's a goal there, you know, like, yeah. but it's not too hard. I don't necessarily need my friends sure. to actually, because none of my friends play. Um, but I love Destiny, so, you know. Yo, I actually, this morning I hovered over it on the PSN store, because I think Destiny 2 Forsaken or whatever was Apparently like 30 Apparently it's like cheap, yeah. Yeah, I was like, mm, do I get it? Do I not get it? <laughs> it's, like a, it's a great shooter. It, yeah. When I play other shooters, I'm like, damn, I kind of wish Destiny was this fun, but like, Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I wish it looked good like Destiny did, but like Call of Duty. So. Man, a Destiny Battle Royale would be kind of cool. Mm, maybe. It'd be fucking cool. Maybe. Imagine like a cool, like dilapidated city on a planet and everyone drops in somehow. Maybe. That would be I love Because Destiny cool. multiplayer is great. Yeah. yeah, I love the Crucible. Crucible's great. But I, guess, I guess that's part of why I like the Crucible too, though, because it's like, what is it, 5v5? Now it's 5v5. Yeah, yeah like yeah. that's why it felt so cool. It was like mm-hmm. these kind of smaller, old, almost like old school, like it was Call of Duty, Little like 6v6. Halo, yeah. yeah. Um, um, and then uh, I got God of War, finally. Oh, you did? Yeah, I got God of War, man. Um, I bought it uh, two days ago. It was on sale for like 30% off. Hell yeah. And then I randomly got like a $15 coupon through PlayStation because I did some winter uh, Halloween. I don't know what it was. Oh yeah, I remember I you bought that. a game, right? And it was like enough money. It was like you get fifteen dollars. I didn't know. I <laughs> got it. They were like, "Here's some money." I was That's, like, "Hell yeah, hell yeah, I'll take it." Uh, yeah, and uh, I used it, so I bought it for like nine bucks. Nice. It was great. It was like a no brainer. Hell yeah. Um, and I played last night for about like ten hours, just about a little under ten hours. Oh wow! So you put um, some time in. Damn. Put some time in. Uh, yeah, I was bouncing off it really hard. I'm not going to lie. Yeah? Like, first, is, this game is gorgeous. Yeah, dude. It's one of the best games I've seen in a while. Definitely. Like, it's like Horizon, Red Dead, God of War. Those are like... Oh, my God. <laughs> How do they do this? <laughs> Those yeah. are like... I'm like, yo, Kratos looks real. Like, yeah, man. Cra- like, some of like the hair and like some of the... the, the textures are just like but that's wood like <laughs> yeah yeah or like that's skin like that you can see his pores yeah 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 so this is like when you need a like a 4k hdr tv like, yeah. it looks really great um but i was really bouncing off like the combat like i was like everybody was talking about how good it was and i was expecting it just to flow really well and i was just not clicking at really? all man like it's interesting it just wasn't i was like this is not doing it for me like huh i didn't really care for the axe i thought that was kind of cool and then like um, I got like my first upgrade for the axe, and then I was like, "Oh, yeah, it's one of those. Oh, it's okay. one of those things." Yeah, because I didn't feel all that powerful at all. Spider Man was like that for me for a while, where it's like <clears throat> it's a, a typical sort of progression skill tree bullshit, mm-hmm. where you start off with the 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 shittiest stuff, and then the more you unlock these other abilities, like especially in God of War, where if you if you find like a secondary ability to use in the in the midst of like when you, mm-hmm. whenever you catch a moment to catch your breath. Then you can start getting creative and you can start like stringing things together and it like feels like butter. Yeah. So like from when I started to where I ended last night, I feel completely different. Like I love this combat. Yeah. And it only gets better. It feels fucking great. Like I've got all these moves that I can like. But but again, it's it's one of those things. It's like I'm assuming it's like um, Spider-Man in that aspect where you have to kind of remember these combos and these button inputs that like. 
I forgot I have that move, you know, yeah, like yeah. I didn't use it during this fight. It would have been perfect if I did this here. And then your companion, the boy, uh, boy, <laughs> who I feel really bad for, um, he's doing all this cool shit and helping you out. And yeah. like when you upgrade him, it's really cool. I was yeah. like, all right, I'm liking it. I was like, I was really depressed about it. I was, yeah, like, no, no. I was like, fuck man, I really want to like this game. Yeah. It takes, it takes some time. Because also it was like, I mean, I'm not like super into that lore. Like um, Vikings and all that shit, Norse yeah. mythology. I wasn't super into it, but as it progressed, I was like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm seeing where it's going. It reminds um, me of that magic that the original God of Wars had, where it's like, oh wow, like these myths and legends that you know about, and especially because mm-hmm. like you know they're, they've they've sort of seeped into pop culture with like things like Thor and like Odin, right? And, like that stuff is the frost you know, elves. Yeah, exactly. Shit, yeah. You're like, oh okay, like you know, I, I've seen different interpretations of it obviously but then you're seeing like the thor in this version is like an asshole and, yeah. like his siblings are the worst and like boulder cool. that was a cool character oh, i was man. like oh man that was that was an interesting take on that i, I know a lot of this stuff but yeah, it's just yeah. like i wasn't really into it I was like, oh. <laughs> but uh yeah I'm, I'm i'm actually really liking it yeah, um it does bones. seem like there's a lot to this game like there's a lot to see yeah. i'm like yo there's like nine worlds or some shit yeah like, it's, it's yeah. open world it's fucked like a lot i thought yeah. it was just like gate like nah bro nah. especially even when i beat it and there's still mad shit i haven't done that's so like those um those rooms that like you gotta like find out how to unlock them and all that shit and i was like God. that's a lot to do i'm just gonna probably mainline it just so i can get yeah. it done before the year that's what i did uh the year's out um but uh, yeah I, i'm in, i'm enjoying it i'm not gonna nice. lie like i wasn't really too into like i didn't really like uh, kratos's character mm. i was more interested in what's going on around him than i am him Right. Like, I'm more interested in the little kid. I'm more interested in his wife. Like, what the hell was her role? And I guess they're going to explain a little bit of that. Um, but, like, I guess, like, the side people are more interesting than Kratos is. He seems very, um, I don't know, not tame, but, like, <sighs> he's mean for no reason. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. He's got a lot of baggage. Yeah, I, and I get it. I get that's yeah. where they're going with it. But it's just like, it just wasn't, it didn't feel, it, right now it doesn't feel that interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it definitely gets much better. Okay, it gets better. Over okay, time, cool. yeah, yeah. That game fucking rules. It, it does. Like, what, like, just the combat, like, just, I was like, oh, man, I can't wait to get to an epic part so I can stop playing. I just want to finish one last ep- epic part and I'll go, I'll go to sleep. And I got to this one part, and I was like, yeah, that's enough. <laughs> that's, that's good. Yeah, that's good enough. That's real good. Yeah, I got, like, a high, and yeah, I couldn't, man. like, sleep afterwards. I was like, I want to play more, but I yeah. need to go to sleep. But. That, that's, that's what's been ha- Well, that was what was happening with me with Red Dead. I'm like, let me just play one more mission. Oh, that was so good. Let me do one more. Yeah. But, um, uh, yeah, I'm, awesome. I'm glad about it, though. Yeah, word. That's awesome. Um, cool. So, this week was pretty light on stories. There, there's some things that happened, but we were like, eh, I don't know if we want to talk about that. But the one thing I wanted to talk about, uh, one game that's been on my radar to, like, want to get back into, and now I have even more of a reason to is uh, no man's sky so yeah. no man's sky came out with a thanksgiving update that introduces new biomes and new bizarre creatures there are these like weird rock formation type creatures that show up in the trailer and there's like there's a lot of really really cool stuff and and it's again another free update for people who already have the game and uh it's dope man it's got like and it's got more community events too which i haven't even dabbled in like it, it's the kind of game where like there's so much content that they introduced to it that like i still haven't even gotten to like the first update shit. right like i still haven't even made a rover yet or like i'm still building up my my space my, my uh my base and mm-hmm. like there's so much stuff in this game to tackle that it just keeps getting better and better and better and like i i really do think in some ways that it should get like it should be uh considered for game of the year for this year because it became an entirely different game this year true and if you're jumping into it for the first time like now you're like holy shit i have There's all a these lot stuff, of stuff to, like, yeah, it's, yeah like, it's a completely different oh experience than the people who have been with it for the the first time I mean, we definitely mentioned this stuff before but they keep supporting it and kind of fulfilling that what their promise and what their original goal was right um which i think is really dope and i i'm definitely going to check it out yeah, man. Yeah. It's I, I can't wait to jump back into it, especially now that I have this big old TV. I'm gonna just try to like uh, just do a little bit here and there. But it was funny because we we started. I booted it up right before we started recording, and I forgot how to play so much of it. I was like, "How do I get? <laughs> how the do I map? get the map? How yeah. do I pull the map out? And like, where do I go to find this thing? So I have to like. There's definitely gonna be a re uh, a relearning curve mm-hmm. of like things I have to do because like, it was funny because b- before we started the show, I was like showing off some of the TV stuff, like the Dolby Vision, and I sh- I booted up an episode of Sabrina, which I've been watching and actually been really enjoying on Netflix. And there was a little quick recap thing, and I kind of wish games did that sometimes. Where it was like, if it knows you haven't played it for a while, or maybe give an option for like a journal. Last time, yeah, last time on your <laughs> fucking game save, because uh, I really need that shit. Yeah, I'm getting old, sure. man. 
before we jump into the second half of the show, I just wanted to thank uh, our sponsors and listeners. Yes. Uh, you all, thank you so much for donating to the show. Our show is 100% listener supported thanks to our anchor. Uh, donating to the show means we can deliver the show to you every week. And I uh, wanted to shout out a new a new supporter on the show. Yeah. Brianna. Shout out to you. Thank you so much. You're the real, real MVP. Oh my God. I had my arms extended like <laughs> yeah, you did. You can like... see me. But you can, you can, you can feel the energy. You can feel it. Through the audio. You look my like arms. a pastor. <laughs> Yo, speaking of which. Speaking of which. Yeah, you're an ordained minister. Yeah, well, I'm a minister now. Well, so. you know, keep going through the show. We can afford <laughs> things like that. Yeah, it, it's it's amazing. It, like, it just kind of makes our day, makes our week, and we, we really, really appreciate it. It really does help us out to you know maybe eventually change things in the future yeah. like equipment wise social presence wise my so, mic stand exploded so yeah yeah you guys are helping with that you guys are helping with that so if you dig the show and you also want to help with that please go to uh, anchor our profile and hit the little supporter button on a, on a web browser or just google anchor and, and the optional podcast and you should be able to find it All right, jumping into questions for the week. If you have any questions for us, please feel free to send them to our email at questions at the-optional.com. Uh, you can also just drop them, drop them into our Discord channel, uh, the questions channel, or leave us a voice message using the Anchor app. Um, Levi writes in, uh, what is one lesson you guys feel like video games as an industry could learn from other entertainment industries? So, um, yeah, I had one right off the top of the head. Yeah, what was yours? Unionization. Nice. Like the film industry uh, has unionization. Other, I mean, the media industry, like we are, I think, are the first online uh, media uh, or, <clears throat> excuse me, digital media union. So, you know, and we've, and we've supported other unions in, along the process. And it's like, I mean, we've talked about it before, but crunch and, and you know, the, the respect and the sort of rights that these developers require like they need to unionize and they need to like sort of come together and get these like you know collective bargaining things in, in motion because you it's need like somebody to fight for you it's crucial man mm-hmm. otherwise the shit's gonna a keep lot of going stuff the way is it, it happens is. yeah yeah that, man. That we've been seeing the last couple months yeah man and the shit happens when like you know if if it gets to that point and you have that support of an entire company behind you or an entire like hundreds not if maybe thousands of people behind you it makes a huge difference what about what do you think that's a good one um I was thinking that like maybe like the, the the music industry might be a good um industry to pull from for like streaming wise we get a lot of games are coming from this we're seeing a lot of um like that Google thing come out where yeah. games can I think that's where they're trying to bring it um I think maybe embracing that a little bit more yeah I mean just seeing where that goes and also that can kind of get you away from these big holds on you know the 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 content uh, yeah these big companies holding up all the content and possibly leading into what you were saying like the you like the union if you if, if you're not able to get in a union uh you're kind of protected because it's yours you right, know what I'm saying? right like right. i don't know if that makes any sense but totally um yeah, like I think streaming is a great example. We talked about it before on a previous viewpoints episode of like I wish there was a, a streaming library and there of course there are like licensing issues and this and right. that. But like how cool is it that like we like we're on the precipice of like great opening thank you. Of opening up a tab browser and playing, you know, No Man's Sky. For real. Like that's amazing, you yeah. know? That's now, fucking unbelievable. It's absolutely insane. I, I think that uh the music industry has paved that way and, and you see these people are like really profitable and then they're still trying to figure it out, you know, like yeah, yeah. what it actually means to have a billion streams and what that's actually worth. Right. Um, but I think that's a nice way to go, especially that if that's what a technology is leading us. Yeah. Um, lead it there. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so interesting. Like we're definitely at a crossroads right now where we're still learning how to monetize. And, and also I think <clears throat> in some ways teaching, consumers of your of your stuff right like hey these things cost a lot of money and right. if you and if you want to keep having these triple a like big budget games you're gonna have to cough up some money too like th- there's a reason why a lot of these free-to-play games are have a billion microtransactions mm-hmm. and, and and those things are successful and, and sometimes they're not but um it's weird man i, I don't know I, I i agree with the streaming stuff i think that like that's definitely i mean i i really personally enjoy even if I don't use it all the time, the um, Xbox Game Pass, for example, I think that's like a brilliant example of like Microsoft in a lot of ways leading the way for like uh, a subscription-based uh, model that gives you some really quality shit and it doesn't gate it by being like, oh, you missed August, you were yeah. on vacation, you fucked up, you like, fucked you know, you, you didn't get a chance to do it. 
um <laughs> because like you know that that's a lot of people can't afford you know the the latest greatest hardware all the time and you know with every season things dropping and incremental upgrades seems to be our near future or the future that we live in cur uh, currently like i don't know i'm really into the idea of like subscription-based stuff especially if, if i could like in with this ipad just like open up a tab and play assassin's creed odyssey like i think that's fucking crazy i think it's cool yeah uh, that's a great question. So, uh, Pito sent us a voice message once again. Appreciate that. So, here it is. It's a good question. <laughs> it's a great question. <laughs> uh, we, we're we're doing our radio. We pretended to actually listen to it right yeah. now. Question uh, voices, but yeah, yeah. So, what what Pito basically the, the the crux of his question was: How important is it for companies to attend E three? Yeah. Uh, which is a great question. We talked a little bit about it last week, but we didn't get your question until after we finished recording. But. Um, I think that's a really good question. Yeah, I, I think in the wake of, uh, you know, Sony saying that they're not going to attend E3, um, that is really on everybody's mind. Like, well, what is the future of E3 and, like, how important it is? I think in the terms of, like, a big mega thing like Sony is, I don't think it's that important. Right. But I think for these smaller games and these indie games, like this is a re that's a really good way to get your, your shit out there. I think it's a good showcase for games, yeah. um, especially on a smaller scale that might not have the Microsoft backing or, you know, that, that kind of, it's basically the artist alley yeah. of, you know, what should we call it, of video games um, when you go to E3 and when you, you get posted up on all these posts. And I think that week of E3 is very important still. Um, I think maybe in the future it'll get less important. And I think that's where the bigger guys are kind of realizing that you don't necessarily need to do it like... Bethesda does their own thing. Sony's now kind of backing off because reasons I don't know. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but I think five. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but I think it still has a lot of value for the the medium and smaller companies. Um, I think they can benefit a lot. Yeah. Um, especially just in, like networking and shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think if I think it really depends. I, I think um, I agree. I don't think it's as important for these companies to attend E three, especially these larger companies. Mm -hmm. But I think like the way Pito brings up a really good question. I mean, a really good point where he's like, you know, before before we used to get all of our information through magazines and you know blogs or whatever, like who would, who had access to E3 because E3 was a you know a, a trade show. Right. It was primarily for like the Best Buys and the Targets and the you know whoever like Fries to, to go out and and check out these these companies and then place orders for like okay yeah you know what we'll place orders for the, the mm -hmm. for the new Mario game or whatever. And over time, it became more of a press event. And then now it's actually completely like pivoted and become a fan event where like a lot of these uh, announcements and press conferences. Yeah, the, the press basically still has that higher access, that that first access. to a lot of these, you know, these, cause we, you know, if you go to E3, there are the, there still are like back room areas right, where, where are connect. closed off to the public, where you have interviews and you, you can do little extended private, plays and, yeah, extended plays yeah. and you can ask questions. But um, it's become Comic-Con now where it's like, it's no longer. I mean, Comic Con is essentially just a fan only event, right. where, or like Anime NYC, where it's like, hey, come look at, come meet your favorite cosplayers, or like, like look at this panel for you know, uh, come play Forza. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> come do this thing for you. So I think like, I think that's where things are heading in terms of those kind of events. I think for the for the future though, I I, I kind of envision it as like, I mean, I think Nintendo is also doing a really really cool thing of making these things like like democratizing it right so it's like the the actual announcements are like it's like you're i mean i i per, like personally speaking we went to like you know the big shows at e3 a couple years back we went to like the xbox one and we went to like we went to the trade show right and that's cool it's cool and even but, as media as media i could see it yeah being anything but like you were saying like as a fan I don't even see why you would go. But like, but for me personally, like I have a much better time. Like there was one year, a, a few years back when, when Roman was still a part of the show. Shout out to Roman. Uh, it was the three of us yeah, on the couch. Yeah. And we just watched like the EA one. We watched the Ubisoft one and we were like live tweeting it. We were like making gifts. Like I think that's more fun. It is. Um, because when you're there in the mix, like, you know, it's cool to be there with the pomp and circumstance. And, you know, if, if you're a Xbox diehard and you got that fucking shirt, shirt that you, they give you and then you got on the ground down floor. In the, yeah down on the, the first pit. floor in the pit like sure that's okay i guess like i, I mean good for you and like i think th these events are like becoming events for those people right right but for everybody else I, yeah after we went uh we left like i remember in uh well i guess that was 2017 
yeah. Yeah, it was 2017. We like left that Xbox and we were like, that was cool. We didn't necessarily need to be there. No. <laughs> even like even for the most part, E3. E3. Yeah. Like we, we had a good time overall, but like it was it was it was kind of cool seeing people who were like there and, and enthusiastic about certain products. But we even talked to people that were like, Yeah, we drove this amount of hours to come here and we and we took off work and we did this and we I mean that's kind of what we did basically, but at least to a degree We got to see some shit. We made appointments, we we got to see extra got shit. To interview and, people. Yeah, and, and and you know, meet some people. So like you said before, like networking things. I thought that was really pretty cool for that but like i don't know i think the the future i would love to see these things become more of like an interactive online thing mm-hmm. so if like these major games if, if they can put them out on time maybe you have like a um this app that you download where you can maybe play demos of games you can see like interviews with people because because now it's like it kind of sucks but like that's kind of what you know when you go to when it's e3 time we saw like those major installations for like ign and games bot mm-hmm. uh, i always get those confused they were like there having like interviews and stuff and like they're they're i mean not to throw too much shade but like i feel like they're basically like extensions of the e3 machine and they're like kind of there to also help mm-hmm. put the word out for these games and like you know not really and, and like pito mentioned you can still get that analysis and that sort of at uh, home at home and, and on you know kotaku or the optional and uh shameless plugs but like i feel like moving forward i hope that's the case where it becomes more of an online interactive experience and less of like i booked my flight for la and i booked my hotel because like i honestly yeah i mean recommend that right exactly and even like our first two days there were really brutal and very disheartening and a little depressed we were like a little depressed and defeated (laughs) the first two days you know like of the show um because people are waiting like four or five hours to play one game. One game, right? It's and absurd. it's like I can't, I, couldn't be me. I played an hour to play maybe Mario, fifteen minutes of Mario, not even like ten minutes yeah. of Mario. But it was worth it. It was. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think Nintendo's got it down packed. Like y'all have these things every quarter. Show us what you got working, cooking up. Yeah, and, and then f- drip feed it to us. I think it's also important for companies. I think companies are slowly starting to realize too that like. I mean, we saw in some ways you, you could argue the other way around too that like Blizzard learned this with Diablo Immortal, um, but I think Nintendo do, does it right in the sense that like here's a logo for Metroid, just so you know we're working on. The, here's the guy from Pokemon. He's like, hey, look, we're working on a Pokemon. Right. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Let us work. Have Reggie come out say some shit. Yeah, he talks about like the 3ds for fucking four hours. Right. But like, I think that. Um, they do, in my opinion, really cool shit where it's like, oh, hey, uh, you know, in six months, this game's coming out. And it's like, oh, shit. So it's less of like, and granted, it's Nintendo. They have time to fucking really slow cook the shit. But for everybody else, like, maybe don't announce yeah, these games four years before. Yeah, it's also know. that one time, right? Right. So you have to, like, you're waiting the whole year just to tell you one time yeah. that Diablo Immortal's coming out. And that that's a hit or miss. That's a 50-50 kind of toss-up. Yeah. You're like hoping that people fucking love it right. instead of like throughout the whole year, show you a logo, Diablo Immortal. Yeah. What is that going to be? Then we'll tell you what it is fully during that event. Right. But yeah, I think like that slow drip feed um, feels better. I also like, I don't know, man, like the, the more <clears throat> this, we could like dedicate a whole episode to this, but like the more I go to like, you know, we, we went to EA Play mm-hmm. and we went to like the Microsoft booth and then we went to the Nintendo booth, you know, all throughout e3 and um even the microsoft yeah. event and i like i get like the P- playstation also has an event that they had in like i think like in vegas or something um i'm also like i still find that shit kind of gross where you find like people who are like completely brand loyal to a to a console or to a thing and like i guess to an extent i understand like it's it's like we mentioned before like it becomes part of their identity to the for the most part it becomes their identity and they ha- and they feel the need to like defend and and sort of like you know be be mean about shit and be like defensive overly defensive mm. and sensitive about certain things about their console or making jokes about other consoles mm-hmm. and it's like I hope that like I, I think that's a lot of reasons why like gaming for the most part isn't taken seriously because it's like you know it's those people that are on the ground floor at the Xbox event with the t-shirts on who are flown and like catered to they they make them feel special because you're passionate and this and that yeah. but then when that shit sort of reads its ugly head and you see the Diablo immortal reaction um those passionate fans that you were, you've been like gaslighting this whole time it's weird and i kind of like i would love for us to move away from that like 
be more critical and be more like I don't know, just yeah, think about it this. It's odd that we haven't really kind of tried to quell that, you know, as a whole. I mean, I, I there are of course that we have like us and like yeah. other media outlets that are doing, telling you not to be like that. Don't they don't care about you in that aspect? But that culture is dirty. Like it, yeah. do, it is a little disgusting to be honest. Um, yeah, no, I mean. It's weird. It's weird. I, I wonder if we can one day like get away from that. I think we can. I hope so. Um, but I think it's on the companies to be like, yo, chill. Because like the movie industry isn't like that, right? Or like, I mean, I don't think it's like that where people are like, yo, no, Warner Brothers makes the best game, Not best even. movies. I mean, bro. they have like those Marvel stands and those yeah. DC stands, but that's that's a different kind of thing. Yeah, that that's been around for right, a while. Right, right. Yeah. But even that, it's just like, yo, whoever's writing the best shit, like. Fuck it, man. Read if, that. Yeah. They come out with a fi- if Aquaman's fire, yo, that shit was fire. It's not going to be, but <laughs> I mean, good luck. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's a bad example, but you never know, right? Like, you never I thought, know, right? I, I was pretty skeptical about Wonder Woman, and that shit was pretty. That's fire. true. Um, but yeah, like th- that industry doesn't have it. Like music industries, I mean, music fans obviously will be like, rock music is the best. Right, right, right. But like, you never have people being like, yo, Universal only the best label. You know what I mean? Like, no yeah. one fucking. Could. It is weird that way. It's bizarre. I think it's also still fairly small in like in scope of like what they're putting out. Yeah. Like the amount, I should say. Like there's I feel like th- there's more movies coming from more different places than there are people who can make video games. I think that is a special skill that not too many people have. I don't know. I think it's changing a lot. It is very much changing yeah. now. I mean, they're making it more accessible, yeah. which is fantastic and Hell we'll yeah. start to see that represented. I think, but I think it's a ways away, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Like in a in a in a real like like in the movie sense or like in the music sense. Music sense, right, yeah, right, yeah. right. Where you're getting shit from everywhere, and you can get people who are making shit in their basement music, right? Uh, to yeah, because because I mean, like you have like this, like we we kind of do have the the SoundCloud rappers, like video game equivalent of mm-hmm. people who like maybe put out a couple things on like itch.io or like. Um, they put out a, a weird flash game and then like a couple years later they're making a fucking huge you know we have the Jonathan Blows mm-hmm. and like the other people of the world and it's, it's getting it's getting I see what you're saying it's getting it's growing faster mm-hmm. um, and yeah hopefully one day we get to a point where it's not just like I don't know you're, you're riding so hard for these companies it's just like let's talk about the games man yes uh, I had a coworker recently she was like oh I really wanted to go to E3 but I didn't get a um, I didn't get the notification and then like they're all like sold out I was like so like, why do you want to go to E3? I yeah. Like, don't. I was like, don't spend your money on that. I don't know. If I, I told her she was like, that. no, I really want to go. I was like, I get it just to see it, but it's like, I was like, have you ever been to Comic Con? She was like, yeah. I was like, it's the same shit. Yeah. I mean, do you want to wait? Do you want to spend like so? If you, if you spend whatever it takes for like the, the three day pass, can you imagine going for one day? Right. Like, imagine you pay for that and you take a like you, it, your, especially your trip, if you don't live in LA. Yeah. <laughs> like your trip better have other LA shit in there because right. like that's like kind of a waste in my opinion. Like 100%. imagine paying for one day, right? And maybe, maybe some listeners might may have even done this, but like we were we talked to people that were like, yeah, we got one day passes and like kind of bummed. And like imagine wanting to be like, yo, I want to play. I remember that day we wanted to play Sea of Thieves. And we tried every day, mm-hmm. and they were like, "No, nah, it's closed off for the day. No, nah, it's closed off." Or like, "No, you got to come back." And right. we circled drama, coming back, nothing. Imagine, like a game you're so excited about, like you spend most of the day waiting spend to play. Ten hours waiting. Wolfenstein or whatever the hell it was, and you don't get a chance to do it. That's unbelievable. Yeah, I had to play fucking Wii Golf or some shit just because I couldn't get online for something else. I forgot what it was, but it was just like, man. <laughs> Yeah, I, I this yeah, this shit's a little gross. <laughs> yeah, man, I, something something's got to change. Like yeah. I'm telling you, man, put these shits out on like demos online and let people play them at home or whatever. Like I get it, maybe maybe gate it by charging for that for whatever reason. Like if, I'd pay for some shit like that if I can fine. get access to the stuff just to play like a ten minute thing. I pay a package. I pay E3 package. The cost of a ticket. How about I get to play the stuff? Like oh, pick. Pick 15 things that you really want to see. Yeah. You pay the low price of a ticket or something like that. Yeah, because like, look what we did. Well, f- that yeah. could work. That, I mean, that could work out. Even like the uh, when we were there that year, they showed us Monster Hunter, Uncharted, and Spider Man behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. You could charge, record one version of that, put that online. I mean, they eventually they do, they do that. Yeah, yeah, they do that eventually. But like, and they're showing you the same demo anyway. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> Just do that shit. And, like, I don't know. 
PlayStation has a pretty cool opportunity with the PSVR to be like, hey, if you have a PSVR, here's That's... a fucking VR camera in the middle of the theater. You get right. to get the shit live or what? I don't know. There's there's <laughs> there's opportunity here for growth and That's uh, kind of cool. Yeah, who knows? Who knows where it'll go? I'm curious to hear what everyone else thinks, but um all right, cool. Jumping into feeling it for the week. Feeling it is where we take one thing that we absolutely love from the past week that we've stumbled across that we think is worth sharing. Yeah. Um, I can kick it off. Okay, actually. Gotcha. So mine is actually when I, 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 start, I watched a long time ago, but I, I kind of thinking about today, I was like, what, what should I talk about? And it's a show that I mentioned to my family to start watching called Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat. Mm-hmm. That's based off of a book by what's her name uh samin nosrat I think. yeah so she's a she's a really cool she's an author uh slash chef um she's amazing amazing personality and um show is so it's basically uh it's based off of a book and it's built into four different categories so again salt fat acid and heat which she which she sort of deems as like the four main ingredients for cooking or whatever mm-hmm. the four like crucial ingredients and um it's really, really beautiful. She goes to different countries to like sort of explore each concept or each sort of uh, thing in, in the in her little uh, category there, and it's dope, man. It's it's shot so beautifully. If you have if you have a four K HDR TV, it looks don't really watch it while you're hungry. Don't watch while you're hungry. Definitely watch it like after a meal or something. Yeah. Um, because it's like it's amazing, and and like some of it's a little uncomfortable to watch because like especially since I've been weaning off meat for a little bit, some of that was a little weird to watch, but it wasn't that bad. Like I, you kind of get over it, but. Um, yeah, man, just really, really. It's also refreshing to see a show like this, like a cooking show that where it's like a slash travel show. Because she goes to like Italy, she goes to Japan, she, she goes, goes to Mexico. To Mexico um, I think hosted, that was my favorite one. Yeah, the Mexico one is so good. Uh, like hosted by a woman. It's like usually these shows are like hosted by dudes, yeah, and yeah. I, and I love those shows too. But like, it's so cool to be able to see this perspective from a woman, but also see like how, you know how just just like the different perspective and, and her takes on certain she's so enthusiastic yeah, about food it's she, like, her yeah. personality makes that whole thing worth it because yeah. she's so excited about it and it shit. makes you excited yeah it makes you're you like, smile umami? when she's like smiling and like eating the food and she's just like yo that's good uh, and you're just like man I want to hang out with her yeah it right, makes you man. realize too that like first of all I can't cook for shit no but it Mm. I've been cooking a lot more lately I mean I can make a mean breakfast nice but Yang Yang throws it down in the kitchen but like for me it's like it makes you realize also like I don't eat the best stuff like sometimes you know like mm-hmm. like, Mex- like Mexican food for example I think it's also like I think Anthony Bourdain said it's pretty racist um, whereas you only sort of perceive it like even like takeout Chinese where you see that kind of food as like this cheap takeout thing where like if you go to like Flushing or certain parts of Chinatown or even if you go to like it's an elaborate event baby yeah it's like the, it's a thing that you if you pay for it if you pay for even like fancier versions of it it can be this like whole new Indian food is like that too mm-hmm. or you try to just you think of like the the generic like chicken tikka masala yeah, or whatever right. but if you actually like get some good Indian food or even Pakistani food like that shit opens up your world and, and if you if you have the budget to pay for it maybe like treat yourself every once in a while it's it's so cool like food it really is like the, the like i think food and music are like the two things that we can all agree on without having with you know breaking mm-hmm. crossing uh cultural language barriers so yeah that show is fucking cool it's on netflix uh i highly recommend it's definitely it. worth the watch totally uh yeah so i i came across uh, this movie that came out Earlier this year or last year? I think it was this year. Um, it's called Sorry, Sorry to Bother You. It's, uh, I think it was um, published by Annapurna Pictures. Mm. Um, and it's with, uh, what's his name? Damn it. Sorry. I'm blanking on his name too. But it's, name. it's a film by, uh, what's his name? Boots Riley? Yeah, Boots Riley. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and it's basically about a guy who's like kind of down on his luck. He doesn't have a job. Mm-hmm. He ends up um, working at a call center. Uh <laughs> like a lot of people do we, a lot of us have had experiences with call center jobs yep and it's a lot it's a lot of people's first jobs out of college i mean out of high school and stuff like that because it's like you can always get those jobs and he like <laughs> basically it goes into like territory where it's like put on your white voice at work yeah it'll sell well and like it it does this really cool thing because it's, it's a it's voiced over by like a, a white dude doing just like a white guy voice yeah like yeah, just yeah. speaking you know and it's just like that shit's real man it's it's real and it, it hits these points that are like wow that's a cool and it, they don't like harbor on it to be like look you gotta be like you have to act white to to do that but it's like 
it goes the extreme route, right? Right. But it totally. doesn't put it in your face as like the white voice is a bad thing. It's like a, it's not preachy. In right. It's not way. preachy yeah. in that way. Right. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it, it it does that very well, and it does it very weirdly, and it's quirky. Yeah. It's really cool. And then it goes down this weird ass <laughs> rabbit hole. Yeah, it does. And it's my type of weird. I love that type of shit. Yeah. It's man. like it's, it's, it's like you ever seen like Cabin in the Woods? Yeah. You know, like yeah. how you think it's one thing. You're totally. like, oh, this is really scary and like oh this is kind of funny and then it goes you, it keeps going you're like wait like wait 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 wait, wait. where are we we're going this way <laughs> right. okay yeah 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 and then you get to the end you're like i would never have seen that coming and that's yeah. exactly what this is it reminds me of this movie um back in the day um called uh living large and it had uh it was with tc carson from um uh from living single um wait, who was that one? he was the guy who played kyle the dark sin dude He's like the best character on the show, but uh, he's also the voice of Kratos in the old games. Oh, uh, and the new one? No, so no, no. He's not the new. He's not. Oh. No, no. That's the big dude from House Party Two, <laughs> uh, a, a Stargate SG One. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, so they, the they, big... they switched voices at one point? But yeah, and um, he was the original Kratos. Okay. But in this new one, uh, it's the other guy. I forgot his name, but uh, he was the big dude with the gold shit in his forehead on Stargate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the gold shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The big alien motherfucker. Big Diesel dude, um, but yeah, he he was in this movie called uh, Living Large, where basically he worked at like a he was like a um, a news uh, what do you call that news reporter like Report- a newscaster newscaster, and he had to put on this white voice and act act white. Okay, and eventually he like loses himself. He starts oh, seeing he starts seeing himself on TV as like a white dude, and he's the only one that can kind of see it. And he gets he's getting all these perks and like his his, his career is like shooting up, but he's losing himself. And it, it had oh, those wow. vibes. It's a really funny. What's movie. it called again? Living Living Large. Living Large. Yeah. I'm gonna write this down. Uh, it's from like early '90s. It's really good. Um, it's one of my like sleeper classics. Like good like black movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's really funny and, and quirky, but it, it has the definitely has those vibes. Um, and oh, then it goes. Yeah, Terrence C. Carson. Yeah, T. C. Carson. He's yeah. great. Um, yeah, but uh. It's a great movie. I think it's worth the watch, even if it's not not your cup of tea. I think it's just really fun. The acting's really good, and um, what's her name is in it? Uh, Tessa Thompson's great always. That's great. Oh, uh, you, and sorry to bother you. Sorry to bother I was like, you. damn, what, how old was she? No, no, no. <laughs> I was like, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm talking about. Uh, uh, sorry to bother you now. Got it. But uh, yeah, Tessa Thompson's phenomenal. She's Steven so Yeun is in it. He's, He's good great. Too, yeah. Um, what's his name? That comedian, his best friend in the in the show. Oh, um, I can't remember. I'm sorry. When he was like, uh, had the polite off. With. Yeah, yeah. He was like, I hope you have a good day. I hope <laughs> yeah, you that, have a good day. That's like a great scene. Yeah, because uh, we've all been there. Definitely. Uh, but yeah, it's great. Yeah, man. that movie. Terry Crews is in it. I yeah, mean, Terry like, Crews is in it. That movie. Um, it caught me off guard. To be honest, like I didn't. Yeah, it wasn't on my radar at all. Really. Uh, I remember when it first came out. I was like, oh, that looks pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like and like you said before, like whatever you think this movie is like if you haven't seen it mm-hmm. like just watch it and just be thoroughly yeah because it, it is what you think it is and then it's more in way beyond what you think it is. like the shit that was in the trailer is like the first half yeah, of the movie even. maybe yeah. yeah maybe less than that and it just go and then like david cross is like the voice of um danny glover's mm-hmm. like white voice danny yeah. glover's great uh, i love he's danny great glover. in the movie yeah. too um man so many like oh, i didn't know rosario dawson was the voice of the elevator Oh, that's cool. That's pretty cool. Shout out to Rosario Dust. Where? I saw her the other day. Also, that guy, uh, Amari Hardwick, he's the, he Mr. Blank, the one with like the, the hat and like the yeah, from, eye patch. Um, what's that show on Showtime? Uh, he plays uh, Ghost uh, on uh, the one that everybody show? watches yeah. that I don't watch. It's uh, like that crime show. Power. Power. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the main guy in Power. That's he also used to be movie. on Dark Blue. It was an undercover USA drama. It was great. Oh, wow. And you had to have a five o'clock shadow to be on that show. <laughs> everybody just yeah, like everybody. didn't shave. Yeah, it was just like, I'm undercover. <laughs> I'm great. It was a great show. Uh, yeah. Anybody, yo, all my dark blue stands. Yeah, yeah. Shout them out. Shout out. See you Shout them out in the See comments. You at the meeting. <laughs> um, all right, cool. Before we wrap up the show, how can the people find you online? Um, you can find me at Cappy Can't Lose, that's C A P I C A N T L O S E, on Twitter and uh, Instagram. Uh, holla at me, man. Yeah. Um, Sorry I'm, if I don't follow you right away. Sometimes yeah. it, I, it literally won't tell me. Yeah. Also, if your if your profile's private, I, unless I recognize your name from the Discord, yeah. I probably won't follow you. Okay. But just a heads up. Uh, I am Polly Mayo on Twitter and Instagram. P O L I M is in Mary A Y O. Follow me on Instagram for uh, 
dumb IG stories and Twitter for the occasional, hey, look at my video I did for work, because I uh, make videos sometimes. Yeah, man. Fucking good shit. Thanks, man. Uh, and thank you for listening this week. If you have any questions or comments, send them to questions at v-optional.com. We would love to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Please make sure to subscribe or on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Anchor, and Spotify. Uh, if you take one minute, if you can take one minute to rate and review the show on iTunes, that really helps spread the word, get on the radars of other people. Yeah, it can help. Five words, five stars. Oh, please. Just hit that star button, man. Hit that star button. It's, it helps us out the so much. One. The five, yeah, five the fifth of them. one from the left. <laughs> exactly. Um, and if you like the show and want to help keep it going again, yeah, check us out on Anchor Online. Yeah. And hit the little supporter button where you can subscribe for like a, as low as a dollar a month. Just it really helps us, you know, fund the show and maybe even improve, get better equipment. Um, we, we appreciate you guys who are doing yeah. it and who have in the past. And totally. We just we love you guys. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Our homepage is theoptionalpodcast.com. That's where you can find the show, share it with your friends. We're on social at the optional NYC. So that's Facebook and Twitter. Our show is music is by the one and only levi pack you can find him on twitter at underscore l-e-v-i-p-a-c-k until next time everybody yeah blessings be unto thee because i am a minister <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't even talk about that oh yeah i'm maybe, a minister guys we'll, we'll talk about it next time yeah. <laughs> or maybe you'll save it for the discord join the discord